I am Tom Holland, and this is Fitness Disrupted 2.0. And I've been using hashtag Fitness Disrupted 20 in my, or 2.0, in my social media post because you can't put the period in. It screws the hashtag up. Didn't realize that. But brand new feed, brand new, not brand new show, just a little shorter, a little tighter fewer ads, right? Uh, So I can have the best show possible, bring you the best information possible. I love today's show. I love them all. But I not only want to bring you the best information, I want to also bring you actionable advice that you can use right after you finish listening to every podcast. And today is specific workouts that you're going to add to your exercise arsenal if, uh, if they work for you. But they should work for absolutely everybody. Okay, and they are pulled directly from my most recent book, The Micro Workout Plan. And at the end of the podcast, I'm going to give you a way to potentially win one. Going to give five away on my Instagram account. All right. Uh, So the book is The Micro Workout Plan. And it's my sixth book. uh, And it's something that I'm really proud of because it appeals to the most people out of all my books. So my books prior to that were more specialized, I marathon books, triathlon books, sports nutrition books. And the interesting thing about the sports nutrition book, it's for triathlon. It could be for anything, any sport for the most part, and also for life <laughs> because I talk about carbs and fats and proteins and hydration and everything. Uh, but this book, The Micro Workout Plan, appeals to the most people. It's about my philosophy. It's about the gym. It's about working out at home. And there are 30 micro workouts in there. Five minute workouts that you can do throughout the day at home or the gym with minimal to no equipment, as you're going to see, because I'm going to give you three, three five minute RX workouts. What are RX? They're prescriptive. Prescriptive meaning they're either prehab or rehab for you. And I will go into that in a second. But this is truly what works people. And if you've listened to my prior podcast, you've heard me talk about this over and over again. And I only do and say, and, you know, have uh, sponsors that I 100% believe in. I have been doing these micro workouts for decades. I still go to the gym, but I work all of these things into my day, into my workouts. There is no one way. And as you will see the exercises, yeah, they're pretty basic. They're pretty darn basic, but it's the basics that work done consistently. We still add in a little more complexity, a little more intensity. But as I will say, if you're hurt, you can't do any of that. And that is like one of the top things I deal with in my profession is helping you not get hurt. And it's easy to to be the world's toughest trainer, right? That's <laughs> such a, I'm going to be nice. Uh, it's easy. It's easy to make you do really hard things. It's easy to say, as I saw again, there is no off season. I, I get the concept, but it's ludicrous on its face as well. Professional athletes have an off season, right? Do they do stuff? Yeah. But That is generally put forth by people who work out too hard, too frequently, and get hurt, and then they never 
I shouldn't say never. 98% of the time, in my experience, do not attribute their injury to what they did. And you have coaches who push people too hard and the client gets injured and the client doesn't blame the coach. And oftentimes it's the coach's fault, especially when you're working one-on-one -on -one and prescribing specific workouts every day or every week. But my bottom line is simple. What I am most proud of and what I work the hardest for, it's not vanity with, with exercise. It's not getting hurt because it doesn't matter how skinny you are. It doesn't matter how muscular you are. If you're hurt, if you're in pain, everything else goes out the window. And I have experience with hundreds, if not thousands of those people. The ones who are skinny and injured, and that's a lot of them, right? Men and women. And actually, just coming back to me, got a great uh, direct message from someone who was in that camp. What's the skinny unfit? And then you have the, the, the super muscular people, especially at my age now, 50s, who push themselves maybe too hard in their youth, lifted too heavy, bad form. And they look back and they say they wish they didn't. Now, this is tough because, listen, I'm competitive. I do some pretty extreme things. But never, ever at the expense of my health. Yeah, the events I do are challenging, but the training, you know, I'm a big believer. And the older I get, the more <laughs> I, I th this philosophy holds true with me is we don't need to train as hard to do some pretty darn hard things. And far too many people leave their performance in training, especially people who aren't professional athletes. And I get it. Some of that's lack of knowledge. And I respect the work ethic, but far too many fitness people put out these incredibly insane workouts and make you feel bad because you're not doing these incredibly hard workouts, many of which they're not all doing themselves too, by the way. But it's not good. And I go to now, I'm reading an advanced copy of Born to Run 2, and I was discussing the book and the concept with a couple different people, you know, Dr. Daniel Lieberman, who I had on the show a couple times, a big part of that whole book and, and movement back when it was first popularized. But the Tarahumara, they ain't doing 20-mile runs every weekend, people. <laughs> They're not killing themselves in training. They're not even really training. And I'm not saying we shouldn't train, but I'm saying we got to do things like I'm going to give you. These three five-minute RX workouts. And you're going to go, oh, they're so simple. They're so stupid. Guess what? These are the things that keep you healthy. Yeah, they're not really fun or flashy. You can make them fun and you can make them more fun. And I'll give you a couple ways to do that. But we have to earn the right to do the really extreme stuff. And it's this type of stuff, by the way, that allows me to do things like my Ironmans or my, you know, getting more into the ultra marathons. So many marathons over the years. And you still have to do the work. Don't get me wrong, especially those of you who are competing at a high level. But those of you who are competing at a high level, especially for an extended period of time, if you don't do these things, you're not going to be there very long. And I do have a bunch of my friends, people I knew who were racing and pushing themselves hard, 
decades ago, they're not doing it anymore. Not to, and I see it on Instagram now. And it makes me sad, right? It's people my age, older, younger, who just didn't do what I'm going to tell you to do. Now, if you don't know, you don't know. But when you do know, <laughs> when you hear it, take it to heart, right? And I'm asking you for a couple minutes. That's it. And I'm not going to say just or only because it's too important. We got to take those two words out of our vocabulary when it comes to exercise. There is no just or only. There's micro workouts. There's, hey, I walked for 20 minutes this morning, you know, with my dogs. You did something. That's really good. And, and the, the research behind something as simple as that is profound, especially when you do it consistently again. All right. So where do we want to start with this? Yeah, it's three five-minute RX workouts. So this is prehab versus rehab. What do I mean by that? So many of you who are going to listen to the workouts I give you, these three five-minute Micro workouts are going to say, I'm already doing that. And those are the ones of you who have already been hurt because there are three regions for this. So in my book, the micro workout plan, I have it broken down by, you know, five minute stretches. I give you a handful, five minute, uh, you know, arm workouts, five minute body weight workouts for cardio. So all these different five minute workouts, um, different focuses that you can choose to stack. So you can do five, you can do 15, you can do 25. You can do what you can do when you can do it. All right. Again, you can do it at home, minimal equipment. But this show is about RX. So again, you're going to do these exercises to prevent getting injured at these three regions of the body or to help fix aches and pains you have there now. But that is such a profound concept. It's not a matter of if you're going to do these exercises, but when. And if you have to pay someone to tell you to do them. And this is human nature. We don't focus on things, especially our health, till we have an issue. And the absolute incredible thing about human nature is you can have the most profound health issue and it goes away and you forget. That's uh, it's part of human nature. We, we have to have that or, or we wouldn't be able to survive. So we need to be able to forget a certain amount of pain right? Pregnancy, <laughs> ultra marathons, whatever event you do that's challenging. But they work and the body parts are exactly what you would expect. Lower back, shoulders, and your knees, part of your legs, right? Lower back, shoulders, knees. How many of you have problems with one, two, or all three of those parts? Probably every one of you at some point in your life. These are the common places, body parts, body regions where we're going to have pain. And it stands to reason again, lower back, obviously sitting, inactivity, weakness, pain. 80% of people in their lifetime will experience that. It's just a matter of how bad. And my, my wife is going through it now. Horrific. I wish that upon no one. And I did that podcast after she had her first issue about like the one, you know, the articles we read, the one exercise to avoid, the one food to avoid. No, the one place to avoid is the hospital, the doctor. Let's try to avoid going there at all costs. Pun intended. Okay? Shoulders, the most mobile joint in the body, the most susceptible to injury. It is the only body part I have an issue with. And it's not because of anything I did specifically. It was a stupid football injury back in the day that I'm still dealing with. Because I had surgery. The only surgery I ever had wasn't from an Ironman, wasn't from running. Knees are perfectly great. Everything from everything I've done pre-football 
totally fine. But thanks to that issue, and this is another thing, this is why we don't want to get hurt in the first place. Because as resilient as the body is, depending on what you do, never quite 100% right. And so let's avoid it at all costs. And then finally, knees. Holy cow. How many people say I have bad knees and what does that mean? And I have to do many more shows on that. Because the exercises I'm going to give you are the basics that many doctors and other people tell you shouldn't do ever. <laughs> it's insane because we're doing them all day long in our activities of daily living. All right. So lower back, shoulders, knees and legs. Got to get through this. Uh, here we go. So pulled right from my book, five minute RX workout starts with the shoulders. And each exercise you're going to do for 30 seconds. Again, I'm going to put this in Instagram. So I'm just going to screenshot it, put it right there. So don't feel you have to write it down. If you go to Tom H fit, I'll give that at the end again. Tom H fit is my Instagram and Twitter. It will be right there. All right. Shoulders, three exercises, scarecrow rotation. I'll explain what that is. And there'll be a picture of that in the Instagram, uh, external rotation, internal rotation. This is the only body part that you need weight for. You can use weight for the uh, legs if you want to, but you don't have to. And the weights can either be dumbbells, light dumbbells, or bands. And I use both. I alternate. Variation of this as well. Variation is something you will hear me talk about over and over and over again, and it holds true for this as well. So resistance bands and or light dumbbells. All right, scarecrow rotation. I'm going to kind of describe it to you, uh, but again, you will see pictures on Instagram if you want to go there. Scarecrow rotations, I'm standing and I'm doing it as I stand here. I generally kneel on one knee when I do them. So you hold a light dumbbell. I use fives in each hand. Right now, my arms are 90 degrees. So my elbows are in line with my shoulders. My palms are facing the ground and they're at 90 degrees. And then you rotate. It's tough for me to do with that right shoulder, the one I hurt. All right, you rotate the weights up until your arms are forming an L with the weights up by your ears, basically. Your forearm is straight up and down now, okay? So 90 degrees, bent with your palms facing the ground, elbow in line with your shoulders, holding light dumbbells, three pounds, four pounds, five pounds. Then you rotate up. So your palms are going to end up facing forwards and your arms are 90 degrees L-shaped with the weights up by your ears. That's scarecrow rotations, 30 seconds of those, okay? Then you go to external rotation. You can do this lying on your side if you have dumbbells or you can do it standing with a resistance band and you either, you keep your elbow at your side. You've seen people do this at the gym. Many people have done it in physical therapy and you either, so for external, you're pulling your arm out. So that elbow is tucked in, again, 90 degrees. You're holding that band across from you if you're standing and using a band and you open that arm out. Okay, 30 seconds, then you do internal rotation. And I love to do it with the band because it's just quicker. Because if you're using a dumbbell, you have to kind of flip over on your side. I just find it more effective even though I use both. So I'm standing, I do my external rotations, right? The band is in front of me. I'm pulling that band away from my body, 90 degrees, right? Then I turn and I pull it towards. So then I face the other direction. Now I'm doing internal rotation. I'm pulling the band towards my body. Right, so my palm is gonna come across my midsection. 30 seconds. Then you switch back and you do it again. So you do the scarecrow rotation for 30, external for 30, internal for 30. You do it again, external, internal. That's two and a half minutes. And then you repeat it. 
that there for your shoulders is going to work wonders. For those of you who are swimmers, for those of you who throw things, sports, you know, tennis, racket sports, our shoulders. Do, uh, many of you who are listening go, oh, yeah, I got that issue. And many of you have done this in physical therapy. I do these, as I will say, two to three times a week. Okay? And if you're not hurt, if you're young and you're listening to this, 20s, 30s, do these as a part of your routine as I will give you towards the end how to work it in simply. And if you do one round, that's fine. Two rounds is better. Two and a half minutes versus five. Scarecrow rotations, external, internal, external, internal, 30 seconds for everything. Do it twice. All right? Lower back. And again, that will be on the Instagram, Tom H. Fit. Lower back. Again, I'm dealing with this with my wife and it just, it breaks my heart. She's in such pain. And she's someone who, TV producer, 30 plus years, hard, hard hours, hard, hard hours, a lot of sitting, just has the issue now. And so when she gets through her second surgery coming up, I'm going to be working with her. <laughs> Leave it at that. I don't want to get too personal here. Uh, but this is part of the solution, okay? Part of the prevention and part of the solution, bird dog. Again, all these exercises will be on Instagram if you want to go there. Uh, many of you, you can also Google. Uh, you're going to find it. Um, bird dog, you're on all fours. You're kneeling on all fours. You raise your right arm, your left leg. You hold. Straighten them out, right? You're getting your lower back muscles right there. Erector spinae muscles, you're going to feel it right above your or right around your belt line. But those muscles run from basically your butt up to your neck. All right, so bird dog, 30 seconds. You're going to alternate. Contralateral. Right arm, left leg, straight, like a dog pointing, bird dog pointing, right? And you switch. Right arm, left leg, left arm, right leg. And you alternate for 30 seconds. Then swimmer, drop down to your stomach. And I love the quickness of these exercises. You transition quickly from one to the other. And by the way, you can take as long breaks as you want. It doesn't have to be five minutes. Can and should be longer for many of you. And if you do two and a half minutes, you can take 30 seconds, 60 seconds in between and make it a six-minute workout. Holy cow, big deal, right? All right, bird dog, 30-second swimmer on your stomach, hands straight up. As I stand here, I'm doing it. <laughs> so your arms are straight above you, and you lift your hands and your legs. You're going to really feel it in your lower back, right? Now, let me say, you should be cleared by your doctor to do all of these exercises if you have a major pre-existing condition. My wife is not doing these exercises for a while, so make sure you have clearance by your doctor to do any of these things. Uh, so swimmer, you know, your big straight line, arms straight out above your head, you're lying on your stomach, head is to one side, lift your arms and your legs, forming like a U, small U with your body, hold for like half a second, come back down 30 seconds. Then you're going to do a back stretch. You're going to flip over and you're going to pull your knees in, hug your knees, drop them to one side for 15 seconds, bent knee to one side. You're going to really feel that back stretch. Drop them to the other side for the other 15 seconds. Then you're going to flip back over on your stomach, but now your arms are going to be at your sides. You're going to do a seal. Same kind of concept as the swimmer, except your arms aren't over your head. They're at your sides and you're going to kind of lift your chest and your feet off the ground, your legs. Okay, feeling it in the lower back, 30 seconds, not easy. And then you pop up and do a plank. Holy cow, amazing for your back, for your core. Golfers, tennis, whatever you're doing, sitting at your desk, amazing. 
bird dog swimmer, backstretch, 15 seconds each side, lying on your back, dropping both bent knees to one side for 15, other for 15, seal for 30 seconds, finish with a plank, and do it all over again. Amazing people. I mean, what you're getting out of these podcasts, like, costs a lot of money if you came and saw me or if I worked with you one-on-one. But that's what I love about this podcast, the ability to reach so many people. And please, if you have success or questions, reach out. Uh, Finally, the knees. And this is three exercises. You're going to go, holy cow, really? That's it? That's your secret? I never use that term for myself because there are no hacks or secrets. There's just the basics done consistently. Stationary lunge. One leg forward, one back. Slowly. Don't hold 80-pound dumbbells and do half an inch range of motion. If you want to hold dumbbells, fine. The vast majority of you don't have to. Go slowly. 30 seconds each side. So right leg forward, left leg back. 30 seconds, stationary lunge, up and down. Control the entire range of motion. Switch legs, 30 seconds. Step-ups. Here's the only other time you'll need a piece of equipment if you want to call it that. You can use a stair at home, a step, a bench, a wall, like a stone wall outside, roughly around your knee height. I see people doing them way too high in my opinion. Depends on what you're training for. The vast majority of you, round knee height. Can be a little lower as well. Full extension. You put your foot up on that step and you step up and in full extension until the leg you're stepping up with is fully extended, all right? If you hold heavy dumbbells and do half a rep and swing and use momentum, it's not half as effective. 30 seconds each leg. Then you're gonna do uh, squats. Basic body weight squats. Again, if you wanna hold a dumbbell, do some goblet squats or whatever you wanna call them, fine. But you don't have to. The vast majority of you who are just trying to fix those issues that you have. And some of you may say, I'm not allowed to squat. We're squatting and lunging all day long. Again, get clearance from your doctor. There's some doctors who are still going to say, don't ever squat, don't ever lunge. I'm not asking you to do it with 150 pounds on your back. And you may do one inch. This is where you can go, by the way. Small range of motion. When I used to work with clients who had issues, we would start small. I might put a, a really high stool right underneath their butt and they just tap down one inch. I'm doing it as I stand here. Tap down. And then over time, we do a little more, a little more. We get that good form first. Squats are not bad for you. Bad squats are bad for you. Weak knees, muscles around our knees. The weaker the muscles are in our back, in our shoulders, in our, around our knees, the more pain we're going to have. The less we use them, the less strong they get, the more pain we're going to have. All right? Stationary lunge, 30 seconds each side. That's a minute. Step-ups, 30 seconds each side. That's a minute. Bilateral now, exercise, squats, slow reps, around four seconds a rep. I want you to go down on a two to three count maybe, come up on a one to two, 30 seconds, and then do it again. Oh my gosh, those three five-minute routines right there can profoundly change your life. Are they hacks? No. Are they basic? Yes. Are they boring? Yes. Am I asking a lot of rhetorical questions? Yes. My brother Joe would be annoyed with me, but he usually is. He went to Harvard, though. Uh, (laughs) Two to three times a week. You can do them at home whenever you want. Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And if you're someone like me who maybe does upper body one day, lower body the next, or maybe upper body, I split my upper body up sometimes two days a week, lower body the next, you can do it that way as well. But by the end of the week, you want to have done 
these three workouts two to three times on non-consecutive days. They can be at home. And if you go to the gym the way I do it, I do them first. I do my shoulders first at the gym generally. I get it out of the way. I don't enjoy it. It reminds me of being injured. And so I want to knock it out. So it's the first thing I do. Done. Now I can move on to the stuff that's more fun. But you can do it wherever, whenever. The goal, two to three times a week. Five-minute workouts, good form, consistency. Amazing the results this will have. All right. So if you're like, you know what? I'm going to go to your Instagram. I'm going to see the pictures. If you want the book and you don't want to pay for it, I'm going to do a giveaway. I always feel weird doing these things. I'm not this guy. I don't like social media. I don't like, I'll leave it at that. But I'm going to give away books. I like giving things away. So if you go to my Instagram account, you got to follow me, right? Follow the account, Tom H. Fit. Then just tag two people and you have a chance to win. At the end of the week, I'm going to give away five books. If you put in there, I just like to see how many people are actually going from listening to this podcast. If you do a hashtag fitness disrupted 20, which I consider 2.0, fitness disruptor, disrupted 2.0, I'll give you another chance. So I'll put your, I'm literally going to write the names down, put them in a hat and uh, pull five names and I'll put a second chance in. So you got two chances to win if you just do hashtag fitness disrupted again. All right. So just go to Instagram. If you want to just see the workouts there again, I'm going to have them listed out uh, so you didn't have to write it down. I'm going to put a bunch of the, as many pictures as I can get on there. I'll do the more confusing ones like the scarecrow rotation, I assume, and things like that. That'll be there. But I can't emphasize enough how it's about excessive moderation, how it's about the basics. You know, the criticism I have had for my entire career is it's not enough too easy. You're not complicated enough. It doesn't work. One of my favorite stories is my marathon book. The first review, one of the first reviews on Amazon. Guy went into the store to get a different book. That one wasn't there, bought mine. Didn't want it, he said, but he did. Went home, flipped through the pages, said, this can't possibly work. Can't, you know, he doesn't know what he's talking about. And he went back and returned it. I know... <laughs> it was an angry, and I know because I Googled, like you could figure these things out. I, I've been in this industry a really long time. My point is this. I'll leave it. I said, I don't respond to those because that's oftentimes what people, you know, they're just looking to pick a fight. But it's analogous to buying a cookbook, reading a recipe and saying, that tastes like garbage. You haven't tried it. So I encourage you just try <laughs> the advice I give you. It's worked for me. It's worked for hundreds, if not thousands of people that have, you know, gone through my camps and I've coached through my charities and things like that. And it's taking all of these things I give you, all of the information and putting it into, um, into your day, into what works for you, right? The food, the exercise, finding the cardio you like, finding the strength you like, but doing the little things that allow us to do all of the other things. Because if we're hurt, I'll say it over and over and over again. That's what I'm most proud of. Not how many races I've done, not how fast I've gone, not how far I've gone, that I'm true to you, I'm true to myself. There's no cognitive dissonance here, people. Just did a show on that. I just found some videotapes of one of my, you know, a couple of my first interviews, a little frightening, many, many decades ago. I'm saying the same things and it works, okay? Still do the fun stuff. Gotta be careful. I'm not gonna yuck your yum, as I say, but I don't want you to get hurt. 
And if you do these things, if you do these three five-minute RX workouts or something similar, you'll be able to, all right? <sighs> My favorite time of night I'm in the studio. There's no one else in the building. It's late. I love it. I love what I do. I love what I do. I want to bring you the best information so you can live your best life, okay? Because we all control three things, how much we move, what we put into our mouths, and our state of mind, and that is awesome, all right? Tom H. Fit, Instagram, Tom H. Fit, Twitter. You can go to fitnessdisrupted.com as well. I love to hear from you. Questions, comments, let me know. Well over 400 shows. Going to keep going. Hundreds more to come. Let me know if there's topics you want me to cover. Please, brand new feed. So whatever way you can support the show, greatly appreciated. So that's subscribing, following, rating, commenting, whatever you can do. I appreciate it. As I've said in recent podcasts, I've got the newest book out for <laughs> uh, my agent is shopping it around. Got the first rejection. First one. You know how many rejections I've had in my life? Holy cow. Thousands. 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 It's not, that's not hyperbole. But I love being in the game, and I'm going to be in the game. And you know what? You, only, you need one yes. For those of you who are maybe looking to write books and do things like that, same type of concept, one yes. You can get a lot of no's. One yes from the right person. All right. Thank you for listening. I am Tom Holland. This is Fitness Disrupted 2.0. Believe in yourself. <laughs>